Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show, a weekly show designed to give you help and actionable advice to improve your leadership and management skills and get you the results you always wanted. Please make sure, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. And make sure you share it with anyone else who might feel the benefit of it. Right, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Hello, hello and welcome to the Manage About podcast show. Well, this week's show is all going to be around the idea of change and stress that happens when you look at change as a leader. Uh, and how we can deal with that kind of stress. Because it's not something that you can really get away from, but it's something that we need to face into as leaders and understand underneath the hood how it all works and how we can be affected by it, how our directs can be affected by it, and what we can do to hopefully reduce the impact. Uh, And the specific stress we're going to talk around in leaders is that idea of when you're making the hard changes and the hard calls which affect people's livelihoods and their careers. I mean change is always happening in our life at work and away from work and as you all know there's sometimes change that happens quite quickly there's something that's going on it's going to be quite catastrophic change and there's other things that happen over time sometimes years and decades I mean we've all going through changes or we have gone through changes in the past three or four years which is probably never thought was going to happen those are very unsurprising changes but down at the basic stuff away from work you've probably all bought a different car and sold a car you've bought a house maybe rented somewhere you've changed jobs maybe you've got a different partner all these changes happen you know you you probably don't have the same friends you had when you were younger and they're expected it's what happens in the norm I mean some changes they're not a big deal you know Let's think of a really basic one. Uh, you decide to change your takeaway restaurant that you've always used. You get to the point where you think, ooh, that one is good the last few times. Let's have a change. And then you flick back through your uh, Just Eat history and realise how much your time and money you've spent on that place. You think, oh, well, you know, let's have a change. You're not going to lose much sleep over that. Well, you wouldn't normally unless you really, really uh, love that Chinese that you, you're going to leave. But there's the bigger changes which will need to be mulled over and your brain will think about and thinking over and over and over and all this is on a spectrum of change stress and the gauge moves daily on this if you can imagine a a, a gauge moving uh, and you'll have pressures that come into that gauge and then you've got ways of pressure relieving Uh, you've got mechanisms that might be able to reduce that Uh, you have to treat all those changes um, you know, at a certain level. You know, the easy stuff is going to be a very low-level stress, so it's going to be done quite quick. But there will be those higher-level things. And you've got to be very careful that you don't take on too much stress away from work, which can add into it. Um, a good example I was taught once was the idea of a bucket. So you've got a bucket that can be filled up with stress of the day, and everything goes into this bucket. And if you don't have filters on the pipe coming in to stop stuff getting in there and you don't have a pressure relief to make sure that the the bucket can start to empty itself then the bucket will get filled and flood over leading to poor decisions and ultimately to poor health although 
humans can handle a lot more stress than I think current trends seem to think. You've got to remember, as a species, we've been around a long time and survived a heck of a lot of different stresses. Uh, And some of our, as we joke about, first world problems now wouldn't have even been on the radar of some of the people going back some, some years. Now, away from home, which does have its own stress bucket, remember that bucket's going to fill up with other things. Um, and, you know, not just about the right takeaway restaurant, but these are the choices when you start making them at work do make a big difference and difference to, to people's lives. And as a manager, uh, you'll hit the same idea of change stress. You'll have the same small decisions, the day-to-day norms that shouldn't generate a lot of stress. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're not stressful, but it doesn't mean that there are my, a lot of lot of stress in there. And some of those, those small minor changes, you may delegate the responsibility to others to make those small decisions. Now you're still accountable, you know. Remember that you're still going to be accountable. But these small changes should always be done at the right level in the organisation, with you as the manager and leader overviewing it. But as in life. At work, there will be big changes that you'll need to do in your management and leadership roles. There's no way of getting away from that. You may have to change a team. You may have to restructure a department. You may have to close lines or even close businesses. You might have to let people go. Uh, And that generates a great deal of leadership stress and change stress, as well as some personal stress, because the bucket that we've got is only one bucket. So it's been filled with the stresses from the normal day-to-day life, and then you can have these other um, unusual large change stresses that affect you. And at this point, you will hit that what they call a dichotomy of leadership. You know your team, you have friends in your team sometimes, you care for the team, you've recruited the team, you've developed that team. And now you need to change the team. You may have to make somebody redundant. Very, very difficult. These things come along and and you've got to be able to face into it as a leader. And, you know, unfortunately, that is the management game. You have to step up and look at the bigger picture of the organisation. Back to that dichotomy of you have to lead individuals and care for individuals and be human with individuals, but you've got the bigger picture of the organisation. You have to sometimes become unpopular as a leader it's not always going to be please everyone all the time it will be a point where you are going to take away a person's or a group of people's livelihoods it's not nice but it will be necessary as the greater good needs it I recall myself um, having to take a a decision uh, whilst I was working in printing Um, you know printing in the traditional sense of the word had, had faded and digital were coming in and the third shift, or the night shift as it was there, was uh, was going to become surplus. And uh, I remember reading through the, the notes I had to deliver around what was going on and the consultation process and, uh, and then getting everyone together in the room, in the boardroom, and, and reading it out to these sort of 15 people who'd had a lot of years' experience in there. Um, and I think they got, I think after the first kind of couple of sentences and, and paragraphs, it they just went blank because they just heard job losses, losing livelihood, awful uh, for those guys, especially the people who put a lot of time into the business. And you do your best to make sure that you look after them. You do the best to make sure they get the be- best package, but it's a shock. It, it hits those people hard. It's a, it's a stomach punch. Um, but I had to walk away. I think we did the best to make sure that rest of the people work there could keep going could survive for as long as as we could in that in that position um i mean people say to me well how can you sleep at night when you've done that it's like well i know i've done something that needed doing to make sure that the majority 
um, would, was kept in business and the, and the work kept going. Um, but unfortunately, individuals in that, I still remember their faces and I still remember that going forward as something that I've learned from. Um, so it's very important that you do make sure you have that, that part of you. So as in the best interest of a management map podcast, let's have a look at what actions we can do to try to make sure that this change stress is reduced for yourself as a leader doing the change and for the others around you when you do the change. So so what do you need to do? Well, first thing is to be prepared for these things. Now, I know that's a little bit counterintuitive because if you've not done it before, how do you become prepared? And it's not something you can learn in a book. That's a fact. You can't just read a book on change. And there is many books on change out there, as I'm sure if you do a quick search, you'll see. But it's a fact of um, being able to be prepared. And in the first step to be prepared is to have a systematic approach. That always helps. So you have a process to follow, uh, either in the, the build-up to it, but especially in the time when you start to do this. So it's a, we will do A, we will do B, we will do C, some timelines, some definite preparation time to run through what's going to be said, what is the outcome. Um, in the background, you merely make sure if it's a big change involving people's livelihoods that you get the data worked out in regards to money, that they would be paid for, so the redundancy package, other jobs that they may have a chance to be uh, involved in. I was displaced once, once I worked in the bank, so I lost my role, uh, failed to to uh, get the role after Lloyds came in and I was displaced. Therefore, I had chances to go look for new roles within the business, had guidance and help to get more work, and obviously knew my package, and that really helped the process. At the time, it felt pretty bad, but I know coming out the other end, it was a, a seamless process that they did, which I'll give them credit for. And, and the good thing about that is, although we said we can't learn from a book, try to run some scenarios in your head around what's the news is going to be said, what would people say, you know, frequently asked questions, you can usually build them up in your head, what will people need if, you know, the, the, the support-wise, what would they need when this news comes out, does that mean that they would need to go home for the rest of the day to get their head sorted out, need access to talk to someone in different areas, about new roles um, and what would happen if that person left straight away if they did go and you know couldn't come back can you cover it you also need to make sure as a leader that you are understanding but never undermine the message you're putting out you can't say well someone in head office says we've got to do it those are your uh, people and you've led them this far and you have to you have to make sure that you are delivering the message that they might not like to hear but at least you're delivering it so you can't sort of defer it to somebody else you need to be honest with them but don't overshare you know uh, the the people or, or the person in that change will need support but don't give them false hope never say things like it's going to be okay you don't know what their personal circumstances are you don't know how they're really thinking we can't walk in their shoes we can't get inside their head um so we don't know so it doesn't help in the long run to say it's going to be okay because if it isn't okay then you are the one who said it'll be okay and they do respect you as a leader um have some you know, time to talk to the person, have the one-to-ones, but remember you know, that you can't go too far. You can't tell them that everything's going to be fine if it's not. You don't know the future. You know the process of change, but you know that there's an outcome at the end, but you don't know what that path to get there is going to look like. And yourself, I've talked about change stress being on yourself, and you're back to your idea of the bucket. What do you do to relieve that pressure? What do you do? Who have you got to talk 
within the business that's not directly involved in the change? Have you got someone at home that you can talk these things through to try to take the pressure out? Because you're going to be under a lot of stress while this is happening uh, and a lot of questions. And you are going to be the baddie. You know, you are the bad person who's done this because that is the job as a leader. So let's move through some action points just to wrap up this this podcast. So when you're doing the change, remember the fact is you need to get comfortable that your job will mean making changes and making big changes. Uh, Be comfortable in making those changes and make sure that you're always there for the people, but you're not always there for the reasons that they think. You're not going to why... wave magic wand and fix these things you also got to be comfortable in making changes that you don't always agree with you know taking a shift out in my example wasn't my idea but i knew the business needed it to survive in whole so i i signed up aligned to it and made it happen be aware that you will be hated i know it's a strong word but you are the bad person you have removed somebody's livelihood or are in the process of removing livelihood you don't expect them to be sending you christmas cards there's going to be a lot of hate people go through a grief kind of process where they deny it they're angry about it they they rebel against it maybe eventually move to accepting it but there's a lot that you're going to be hated for and obviously the higher in the organization the higher the hatred because you are the one signing these things off more practically if you're in the change make sure you've got a process make sure you've run some scenarios Uh, be honest with people but don't give them false hope and have very importantly for yourself somewhere where you can go and have a conversation with others um, who are not so close to it so that you're not the one who is going to be sort of sat at the end taking all that pressure and then being worried um you know, how do I act? Because it is a worrying time. You start to second guess, have I done this right? Have I done that right? Um, and, you know, majority of the time, you will have someone with you, someone's going to walk through, but there's always going to be that element of, have I done it in the right way? Is there something I should have done differently um, when I did these things? Um, but change is inevitable, and we all know change has happened, and the best thing to do is to be on board with the change, embrace that change. Well, thanks for listening to this podcast. And as always, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good or bad. So please send me your feedback, as it's a gift, to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. Answer all the emails myself and would love to engage on old and new topics. And remember, one thing from today, whatever you've learnt, please put it into action, because you don't get nothing from nothing. Right, well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing, please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift. So let's keep giving. See you next week.